good afternoon my love bugs it is 12 34 p.m today is august 20th saturday um you guys is gonna have to bear with me a little bit during this episode it's gonna be very heavy on me um actually like for the first time ever doing any of my podcasts got anxiety like really bad before doing this um but i'm realizing it's not really my energy that i'm picking up on it's like the energy of the people that did this to me this has like been a secret that has been kept away from me um a lot of magic of course you guys know i've been getting magic put on me my entire life a lot of it was like so that i wouldn't remember or that i wouldn't know or that i would never develop these gifts in order for me to find out the truth um Um, yeah, so this podcast is like healing for myself. Um, I didn't even really want to do this. Like, I'm not going to hold you. I share a lot of things with you guys, but I really did not want to share this with you. Um, I use my pendulum, which is like a way that you can get yes or no answers from spirits to see if they really wanted me to do this. And I asked them about two, three times before I did it, my ancestors, um, my grandma came to my dream last night as well and i've been having a lot of dreams about these things lately as i have been off of the podcast and i've been getting answers to a lot of things i've been having dreams about um through my ancestors through pulling cards and stuff and i just did not want to post this so it is just what the fuck it is at this point they're telling me that the only way I can stop having anxiety about this and um, be free from everything is to post it. So, yeah. Um, I don't even know where to start. This is, like, so fucking personal. It kind of, like, bothers me. It's been giving me really bad anxiety. It's been, like... I've been getting dreams about this constantly. I've honestly been getting dreams about this since I was a kid. I just didn't know what the fuck those dreams meant until now. Um, okay. So, I guess to start off with, this is about, like, my biological parents. So, the people that I've been calling my biological parents my entire life, I'm 29, almost 30, are not my biological parents. Um... They're not my biological parents. Um, I was kidnapped when I was a child. Did I know this? No, I just found this out. And I've been getting dreams about this. I've been pulling the cards on this this entire time that I've been silent without doing podcasts. And it's at the point I was finally putting pieces together. I remember some things vaguely from my childhood that was just not adding up. So, here it is. Um, yeah. Sorry, you guys. It's just, like, a lot. This is fucking, it's a lot. Um, I feel like I developed, like, this thing called Stockholm Syndrome, where it's, like, if you know about kidnapping, you fall in love with, like, your assailant or the person that kidnapped you. But the thing is, it's, like, I didn't know I was kidnapped. You know what I'm saying? Um... 
before I touched the cards, my ancestors were telling me that it could have happened when I was like a newborn. So of course you're not gonna remember. I just remember certain things that the person I called my mom would say. Like, she would call me white girl all the time. Actually, the color that I am now is because I used to tan. I used to tan a lot in the summertime. And I get lighter in the winter and darker in the summer. Um, so I actually can tan. I just, I don't know how to explain this. But it's like, I'm way more Italian than I thought. I am Italian and I do have African descent, Haitian descent in me, yes. Um, that makes up for my hair, that makes up for, you know, my skin tone and stuff. But my parents that I thought were my parents are not my parents. So bear with me as I try to figure out how to fuck to word this shit. Um, okay, so the dream that I had that made me look into this the other day, my Uncle Lucky came to my dream. And he came to dream with my papa, my grandpa. But this wasn't the papa that I grew up with. It was like a papa that I'm finding out about. So my grandma's husband. Um, this grandma that I'm speaking of is my grandma Jeanette. I'm not going to tell you her last name, but she's the one that left me behind all this money from Uncle Lucky and everybody, right? I talk about them a lot. Her husband was full-blood Italian. She's mixed, of course. She's Italian and Haitian. She had a son. And um, her son was murdered. Her son was my father. So this entire time I thought she was my great-grandma, but she was my immediate grandma. So in a dream, I seen my Uncle Lucky. And I seen my grandpa, which is her husband. And in the dream they had this guy I grew up with in the dream but he has this name he goes by named Wild Bill and I was so confused I'm like who is this person so since I never I don't remember much of my biological father um, besides very faint memories that are starting to come back to me slowly um but that name stuck in my head. So I started to ask my ancestors to like present things to me of what his name is. I still don't know about my biological mother's name. But my biological father, I know his nickname, he went by with Wild Bill. And I know this because this they presented me with this guy I grew up with. And he actually called himself that. He like, you know, you know what I mean? Like how Ja Rule, like Murder, Inc., how they went by like these names, these nicknames, this alias. We know Murder Inc. was actually like an Italian mob name. You know what I'm saying? But like they made, you know what I'm trying to fucking say? Like it's so hard to explain. You know what I'm trying to say? Like people will just be like, oh, this is my name. And they take it and try to proclaim it as theirs. But it was like actually somebody in history's name. So I start to ask them like, why is this guy in my dreams? And I kept hearing the name, like, Billy Fingers. Um, and I'll have dreams of being at my grandma's house. Try not to cry. Been at my grandma's house, and, um, and, like, I had this very faint memory of this Italian man coming over to see me. 
and he was older so my dad is way older than I thought and um I remember this man missing a finger a ring finger in particular and the other there's like his fingers were weird (laughs) this is all I remember he was missing a ring finger it was like a nub and he had another finger on his hand on that same hand that was like a little crooked from like fighting or boxing or something and I remember this cane he used to have and he was older but he didn't need a cane he just it was just like this fancy thing that he would do and he started to come to my dreams and I just didn't understand why so then I got my pendulum and I'm asking like who is this person to me and I asked over and over and over and over again to confirm it to make sure that this person is my father and then I still didn't believe it I still was like okay yeah sure and I asked who my mom is and they told me my mom is not my mom that the person I thought was my mom actually lost her kid she was pregnant with a son and she lost him I don't know if it was stillbirth or miscarriage and the two people that I've been calling my biological parents this whole time kidnapped me took me from my parents and have been having me this entire time I don't even think my name is my fucking name and that just is a whole thing in itself um yeah it makes sense on like why as a child I move so much it also makes sense to why the person I thought was my biological mom changed my name she changed my last name it made a lot of sense to a lot of things. I know people are like, how the hell did they get away with this? You got to remember, this is back in the 90s. I don't even think they had the technology to have what they have these days. Because when my son was born in 2019, they had this alarm system where if the, the baby and the mom were separated, the whole, the whole hospital would know and it would shut down. They didn't have that back in the 90s. They barely had ultrasound technology. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, the person that was a part of... The, the person that helped birth me into this world or whatever the fuck. She worked at the hospital, so it wouldn't be too hard for these people to have connections to switch birth certificates and things like that. really fucking weird I don't know what's gonna come out in these cards but this is just what the fuck I've been picking up on these past few days and my ancestors told me to expose it I know that the person I've been calling my biological mother is listening to my podcast I've been seeing her in my dreams and I've been seeing the podcast that she's been listening to she listens repetitively every day she tries to come to my dreams and try to Um, after I cut her off she's trying to like make me have memories that'll make her be able to come back into my life but there's a reason I cut her off 
it's bigger than I even knew. And now I see why. So please, please, please bear with me. This is the hardest shit I've ever done in my fucking life. Alright. So, of course, we know all of this was done for money. Um, there was something that was written behind and left to me a long time ago that was money. It was more than one person that left this behind for me. And it honestly could have been my dad that left this behind for me. Um, I've been looking into his story, but I can't really find much because, of course, he's part of the mob. Or he was part of the mob. He was murdered. It's crazy because when I asked what happened to my biological father, the cards that I pulled was the exact story of what happened to him when I looked it up on the internet. Before I even knew who he was. I was just asking, like, okay, if these people are not my parents, then what happened to my actual parents? And the same exact story that happened to him that I read in newspaper articles a couple days later, after I find out his name, after I put the pieces together, was the same fucking story for my cards. He had like some type of office or some type of home office or something that was robbed. And in that he wrote money and left money behind to me or something big like that these church going people that I've been growing up around they stole this from him it could have been in a house I'm not gonna hold you like he was murdered and then after that um, he actually went missing like nobody even knew where he was or what happened to him and what I see is they knew where he lived and they could have went and robbed his home of any stash cashes or money, jewelry, checks, anything like that. And there was something that was supposed to be left behind to me. This was enough money so that they never had to be burdened with anything because this was supposed to be left behind to me. Now, the thing is, I feel like during the time I got kidnapped, I was looking into his story and there's a big war going on between different families. There's like five families in the Italian mob, five big major families, and there was a huge war going on where a lot of people were going against other families, families against families. And um, he was a part of that. And I think it lasted like, it was like a year. It was like, it it started to happen like a year before I was born and it ended like a year after. So like 91 to 93 was this big family war against the Italian families. He became an underboss, which is like um, like right under the main boss, but he's still a boss of his own. Um, he was very aggressive, very violent, and he was very good at what he did. He was a hitman. 
He also had other businesses and stuff going on too, though. Charities and stuff. He was very celebrated. People knew him. People know his son. I believe his son is like a junior. Um, and he's named after him directly. This is something that, like, they kept from me for a long fucking time. They never told me this. I had to find this out on my own once I separated from them. Um, the reason I was being poisoned as a kid was to just get me out the way. It's like, all this stuff is left behind to me. But as far as the world knew, I didn't exist. Like I said, the name that I have been carrying around for 29 years is not even my fucking name, surprisingly to me. So it's like, I'm just here, you know what I mean? I'm just here, I just exist, but nobody really knows besides them. And they've just been eating off my money this whole time, trying to figure out a way. It could have even been like I had to reach a certain age before the main money came in or something. Um, they're trying to poison me all this time since I was a kid, put shit in my food all the way up to like me being grown and shit to slow me down from becoming spiritual. They've been doing readings on me forever. And every time they did a reading, the psychics would tell them like, you know, one day she's going to become very spiritual. One day she's going to do this. One day she's going to do that. So they kept trying to prevent that from happening so that I wouldn't get this money because they knew the type of insight I was already I already mentioned on several podcasts before that I was very psychic and shit when I was a kid and I would say stuff that would spook these people out as a kid because they're trying to figure out how the fuck I knew this at three four years old so imagine that and me growing into this and then me figuring this all out they're trying to prevent it from happening this whole time. I need to take a break. Hold on. this done but this is probably gonna be more than one part because this is a lot energetically for me because it's my story some of it i've been going over for the past few days with my ancestors been sitting in dreams other parts i'm finding out as i'm talking they've been trying to kill me my whole life i took those messages down because it was messages to my husband um, I took down all those type of messages because I'm protecting him and his energy because people are weird. I'll post it when I feel like all my enemies are gone. But for right now, um, the lovey-dovey shit I removed. So I know, babe, if you're like looking for certain messages or like where it happened to her podcast, that's why. Because I've been seeing how obsessed these people that kidnapped me are. Um... They used to put stuff in my peanut butter jelly and my chocolate milk and my food when I got older as a kid to stop me. All the memories that I have are not memories with them. 
They keep telling me I could have a twin or something, but I'm still not sure about that. This is too much information for me to process for myself before I can even be like, oh yeah, I have a twin. I don't even like really, it's not that I don't care about that. I just can't deal with too much right now. You know what I'm saying? My dad was targeted, my biological dad, my real dad. He's full-blooded Italian. He was targeted by the mob because of his strength. They didn't want him to be the cop of the copy, the boss of all bosses. They didn't want him in that position. He was already a threat before he became the underboss, while he was the underboss. I see when it comes to my mom, nobody knew about their relationship. Um, I don't know what she is. I don't know if she has mixed blood. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't even know her name. I was just able to find out his name. But nobody knew about them. Nobody knew about their relationship. When you look into his kids he left behind, he had two families. So they knew about that. But um, my biological mom and him, they had a third family that nobody knew about. He kept this secret for whatever his reasons are. Um, I see that if I do have a brother or a twin, it could be like a guy, a boy, like fraternal. It could be a boy and a girl. He could be gifted too, but he also didn't get this money. Um... This is something that Kyle, the person that kidnapped me, and his family, and Dio, and her family. I don't know if her family knew about it, but I see his family did. And this is something they never, they like vowed to not talk about. I'm seeing that she lost her kid. She was pregnant, the pictures that I've seen of her being pregnant as a child. I thought it was with me, but it was not. She could have been pregnant in the same year. She could have been in the same hospital. I really don't know how that works yet. They might tell me, they might not. But I see she lost her kid. Could have been stillborn or a miscarriage. Um, at that time, I see they took me from my actual birth mother And, yeah, this was going on during this war, during this Italian war. And I see they could have separated the twins. Like, she could have still had the boy, and then they could have told her that she lost the girl. What happened in reality was that they gave me to Dio. see a baby in a basket being handed to somebody that doesn't really want this baby because it's not their baby but it's like she had no money options at the time and then, and Kyle's family could have talked her into um taking me and raising me to get money yeah 
I see if I did have a brother or he was a twin or the same age as me or something, he did get to spend some time with my biological father before he passed. Now, when I seen the year he passed, he passed when I was about seven years old. And I'm seeing he could have been around my brother this whole time. Um, now, this is where it gets more interesting. My grandma, Jeanette, is actually my my grandma. This is my dad's mother. Um, she was a lot older than people thought. She presented herself, like, honestly, I think we thought that she died in her, like, late 70s, early 80s. She's way older than that. Because my dad was 50 when he passed. Um, and like I said, I was 7 when he passed, so he had me at 43. Um, my mom could have been younger. I'm not really sure. I just see that my brother may have actual memories of him pictures with him things like that that I don't have that I never seen um I'm also seeing that when I was kidnapped they had no idea on where to look where to go what to do it's crazy because um she had a whole story about like the delivery process like oh this was happening and that was happening and when I honestly when I look in the pictures and I think about like when I had my baby I was like sweating you know I looked tired exhausted she was her sweat she didn't break a sweat you know what I'm saying like it didn't look like she just pushed out a baby at all it looked like she was healing from going through having a miscarriage and or still birth and she couldn't leave because she was healing and then I was handed to her. That's what it looks like in the pictures, to be honest. I didn't even look like her. I looked like an Italian baby. I was the same color as my son. I had jet black hair. Um, they're no longer protected in anything that they do. She portrayed a lot of things she kept me in like this mental prison they did a lot of mental magic on me and she would put a lot of fake heads up to make me think that I was broke or that we were struggling our whole lives even certain situations we were in when I was like oh yeah we lived in a shelter we're homeless it's like honestly I feel like she did that because she was hiding you know what I'm saying it's like every time they got closer to finding me she would hide. She would do something. I know she was actually pregnant with my sister. I'm always going to call her my sister because I grew up with her. But biologically, we're not related. Um, I knew she was actually pregnant with her because I seen her belly as a kid. But for me, no. She kept me in this energy of struggle. Like I said, we were shopping at thrift stores and Ross and walmart and shit like that um to like block my intuition from knowing i had money my grandma was my actual grandma i still i 
still she might say it in these decks and these cards but she basically came into this family to keep an eye on me she's filthy um when i was doing readings on this the past few days she was explaining to me that she she pretended to be these kids parents and um grandma in order to keep an eye on me but she never really fucked with them and the thing is i do remember her never really fucking with them they never really came to her house like that she never really went over there she didn't really trust them i did say um in other episodes like how it just seemed like they were always in a struggle and she was just always eating good like her house was decked out with italian furniture she worried and wanted for nothing um and it makes sense now it makes a lot of sense she's she's dope i'm not gonna hold you and i said that my family's last name was uh alias that also makes sense i see that my dad um suspected that somebody took me i don't really know what the fuck this family that was raising me this whole time what their connection was to him but he suspected that it was them somehow and I feel like my grandma I'm seeing that she actually started to get dreams like I said she had dream gifts I said this in the episode before that she had dream gifts so she was able to see things in her dreams and she was seeing me as a baby being passed on to someone else in a basket like I did not die she wasn't having dreams about me dying. She had dreams about me being passed like I was kidnapped. She knew for a fact I didn't die and there was no stillbirth or anything like that and that it was a lie. She was around these people and she was keeping track of them somehow. Like I said, the mob is very well connected even though people don't realize that they are. She was keeping track of how much money they were spending, where they were getting money from, the trips, everything. This whole time, this person pretending he was my father, but he wasn't. She also started to tap into magic herself. I don't think she did magic before, but she started to tap into kitchen witchery, Stregaria, to be able to find me. She started to learn how to do her own source of divination to get answers so that she can know what's really going on. But she, in a way, like infiltrated the family that kidnapped me to be around me and to be able to make sure I'm good. But it's like, I feel like the reason she didn't just take me back is because on paper it looked like I was their kid. But she knew the truth. Um, yeah, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that her husband and her son gave her this idea. They're both mobsters. Her husband was actually a really popular lawyer, too. That brings me to another dream that I had that made me look into all this. I was having nothing but dreams of Italians lately. And I'm like, what is going on? had a dream of um this high-ranking italian mob lawyer like 
meaning he worked for the mob. And his name was Frank. And he helped get a lot of mobsters um, to not do time or to get them less sentences or whatever. He was really good at it. And he worked out in New York. Um, and I had these dreams and I'm like, I seen um, that he had a lot of daughters and grandkids. In the dream that um, I seen, we were in like some hot shop building in New York and I seen all his daughters and then all their kids, like his grandkids, the family, even if they weren't his biological daughters, like daughter-in-laws and like their kids. And I seen two black kids or two kids that could pass for black out of all the other time children that had nappier hair, but they still came from Italian parents. And I seen that in a dream. And I seen that um, the only thing I do know about my biological mom is that she could have had blonde hair and that she could have met the family through um, studying to be a lawyer herself. And she had these two children that were black, basically. Um, I'm not really going to explain too much about that, but as long as you have some type of African descent, even if you are Italian or white passing, you can still have your kids come out that look black. I say that all the time. It's called the Eve gene. Even if two dark-skinned African people have a white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed baby, it's the Eve gene. You can make whatever you want to make. I seen that dream, and it was just so confusing to me, and I didn't understand. So they've been reaching out to me this whole week. I've been quiet, trying to get me to understand this. Um, in this situation, this person was really weak, Dio. She didn't have any money. She didn't have any family. I knew from her telling me a little bit about her own life story. She ran away from her home with her abusive parent and stepmom when she was 15 years old. From 15 years old, she was emancipated. And she, quote-unquote, said she had me at 19. That wasn't true at all. That wasn't true at all. She could have had her own son or supposed to have him around that time and lost him. And then that's when she acquired me. But she had nothing. So she accepted this deal with Kyle's family, which I mentioned a lot, is that they're always scheming and scamming and trying to find quick ways to get money. So they offered her a trip to San Diego. They could have offered her money all these type of things. The main person that was supposed to quote unquote help deliver me was this person I thought was my aunt. Biologically, she's not. She worked in the hospital. So she had easy access to bring me from my actual birth mother to to Dio in order for them to get this money. Her, Dio's birth mother, I call her my mama, 
she actually came to confirm a lot of this in my dream last night. Um, and she let me know that this is like a wartime and that her own ancestors are actually helping me because spiritually they're my ancestors, if that makes sense. Yes, biologically they're not my people, but I grew up with them. They loved me and respected me. And like I said, her family didn't know about this. She did. And his whole family knew about it. My mama is my sister's biological grandma, but she's not my biological grandma. But that doesn't change anything. I still respect her. I still sit down with her energy. Because she, she's actually, all those things about like, oh, this is how my mom raised me. And she was super old school. She told me in a dream that um, all that advice came from her. That's why it sounds so old school. The homeschooling and reading on the summer times and doing packets and all that fun shit that I teach you guys about how to help you guys as kids. That came from my grandma, my mama, Dio's biological mom, but she's not my grandma. She had no idea. She still didn't treat me any different. Her whole family had no idea. So whenever they hear this, they're probably going to be shocked that... um, She only had actually one child, my little sister. I still don't know how my mom died, my biological mom, but I know she's gone. They could have had to do something with magic. They could have been putting suicide spells on her, death spells on her. I see his whole family was doing jar magic voodoo and hoodoo on her to make her go crazy because she knows she's pregnant with twins and she could have not even got a body you know what I'm saying like if you have a stillborn you get a body you get something so you can cremate and or bury and she was full term she didn't get that and they could have made her go crazy made her think she was crazy and she could have took herself out she, they sent her a lot of mental magic and spells. I have to pause it here. Okay. Um. <sighs> yeah, so it's like when it's a group of them like that, it's like a coven. They pass a lot of things off as they're Christian or Christian Catholic when they weren't neither. They were like a coven, working together, keeping secrets as a family to all get paid. It's like the amount of money that was left behind could take care of all of them. And they just felt like I was the one thing that could stop them or block them. That's why they've been doing all this this whole time. Um, I see that... My biological mom could have died when I was six or seven. And that's when I moved. It's like every time we moved, it was for a reason. It wasn't just... She used to make it seem like... Because we used to literally move every year. Like, every year. Like, the time the next year changes, I'll be in a different school, different place. Every year. And, um... I'm saying by the time I was six and I made a move, the spell over whatever they were doing to my mom's mental, it could have drove her crazy. 
and either she could have killed herself and or um something like that but i know she's no longer alive i asked him several times she was like she thought she was going crazy i see she could have been a medium she could have been like me where she could see and hear spirits um and i see the magic that they were doing on her mental made her feel like she was even more crazy it's like yeah when you're a medium yeah i can see and hear spirits a lot but like if you can't control your mind when you're doing this it might make you feel like you're crazy for seeing little shit, like you're haunted or something. And it was also haunting her because she knew she had a girl. She kept having dreams about this. She could have been into some type of divination as well herself where she could pull cards and it kept telling her that she had a daughter, that the daughter didn't die. Um, I see... She was going through a lot of postpartum. She was having nightmares. It was probably hard for her to keep her mind straight to even raise her boy twin that she was that she had because she was constantly getting sent magic by these people that quote unquote read the Bible. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Every day they did this like it was a fucking job. Just so that they can get money. I'm seeing all of them sitting around with my money. That I was supposed to get. I feel like because my grandma Jeanette was my dad's actual mom. um, She let him know that I wasn't dead. She found the family that took me and she infiltrated them I don't know how the fuck that happened she still hasn't told me yet whether these people like she was a stepmom and they thought they were that was her biological mom or what the fuck but I'm seeing they had no idea that this was not their mom or their grandma the stories that she would tell them growing up because I remember saying this before too that um, she stopped telling them stories after a while because um they were obsessed with this mob money it's like she was playing with their minds (laughs) which sounds just like her she's very spicy you know italian grandmas and moms they're very spicy they're very like you can't fuck with them they're very tough so she was messing with their mental and making them think that they were italian making them think that they were mixed with this they probably honestly are um creole but i don't think they're italian she is and she was making them think that they were part of mob and that her dad and his history and stuff like that. She knew that like one day they would be so pumped they would tell me these stories and it'll help me understand who I am. But none of the stories my grandma told them was of their family. It was of my family. Because she knew that they would be so pumped to say shit like this. Like, oh wow, we got mob money. Oh wow, we got mob ties. But not knowing that it's not them. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing. <laughs> it's crazy because it's like even in the fucking cards, I see the man 
missing a finger. This is just crazy. And I remember he used to wear his shirt open, and I call it taco meat. But you know, like the little chest here, <laughs> he used to come out. And um, they had no idea because me and my grandma Jeanette had a really close bond. Like I said, I didn't really deal with the people that kidnapped me. Now that I know that, I don't want to call them my family. But the people that I thought were my grandparents and stuff on Kyle's side, his sisters, all that, I didn't really deal with them a lot. Um, I realized that a lot of the eating habits and obsessions with certain things that I had was because um, they would starve me or try to feed me poisonous food. So when I was a kid, I had an obsession with eating cheese, craft cheese, you know, the little cheese you pull the packets back and eat it. And I had an obsession with eating that because I knew they were poisoning my food. So when they would sleep, I would go and eat all the cheese because I knew they couldn't and they wouldn't poison the cheese because it was all single and individually wrapped. I would make them buy me Krispy Kreme donuts and fresh chocolate milk every morning and I would eat a whole box of it, a whole 12 dozen because I didn't eat the day before. I would lock the bathroom door so they wouldn't come in because they were on some weird child molestation shit. It's like, as as a kid, certain shit I did This is why I did it. When I mentioned before that he was touched and he put me um, in the possession of the people that did this to him. And I never understood why he would never watch me if I was his kid. Like, it was always like his family watched me. This is why. Like, all of it kind of just makes sense now. He just, it was just money. I was just money to them. Like a little walking ATM. So when I would go to my grandma Jeanette's house, we would have fun. She would actually, like, teach me stuff. She would teach me how to be a girl, have tea parties and stuff. They used to dress me like a little boy. Um, It was just like the care just wasn't really there. They would only have parties to invite over the pastors and stuff to sleep with them or to be in their faces and be the little side chicks. I wasn't it was never like, oh, let's in, let's have a real party for her. It was always like they wanted to be in somebody's face. So let's have a party so the churchmen can come over. And let's use her as an excuse because she it seems innocent. You know what I'm saying? It seems like a little three year old's party, but really it's for them. I'm seeing when I went over to my grandma's house more than one occasion several occasions it was um when i would see my dad wild bill or billy fingers i keep seeing his fingers in his card and this is so funny this is so funny to me um she'd be chilling and i would literally come over there and have fun with them eat food do whatever i wanted i had my own room have my own toys but she made me promise not to tell them. And of course, I listened to my grandma because I trusted her more than I trusted the other people. Um, they would have me like tell them about what is going on at that house um, so that they can keep tabs. And I told her I didn't trust the food they made. So then she told me a certain way to tell them to make my food so that I would know if there's poison in it. And recently, before I cut them off when I was a grown-up, 
they were trying to make fun of me for the way I used to order my food as a kid from them. Because I told you they used to feed me schmuckers, like the little schmuckers with mixed um, peanut butter and jelly in the same container, and they put poison or comet or something in it. And that was, it was just me having that. Everybody else had the regular PB&J that was separated, right? So as a kid, after I told my grandma I feel like they're putting something in it, or I walked in the kitchen, they were doing something weird by putting stuff in my food and my schmuckers. She told me to ask them to make me a PB&J sandwich without the peanut butter. So as I got older and I'm grown and they think that I didn't know what was going on, they were like, remember when you used to ask us to make you the peanut butter and jelly sandwich without the peanut butter? <laughs> now that I'm grown, I know that's why I was asking it that way. So I can see, because jelly's translucent, you can see if something's in it. So, that's why. I see that her and my dad... Um, used to buy me groceries of my own food and they would show me how to make certain things at my grandma Jeanette's house so I can make it myself they got me a lot of frozen food so it would be frozen and then they showed me how to put it in the toaster myself or the microwave myself and then when I would go back home to these motherfuckers that kidnapped me and their family I'd be like, oh, no, thank you. I'll make my own toaster strudel. And I knew how to put it in a little microwave or the little toaster and make it and ice it myself. And that's what I eat. So her and my dad, um, they taught me certain things so that they couldn't poison me. Um, I don't have too many memories of him. I just remember... Um, sitting on his lap as a kid and I didn't understand that he was my dad and I just remember like um, he always smelled like cologne and cigars and a little bit of alcohol <laughs> like, and they would always make me like spaghetti and my grandma's favorite ice cream was like the strawberries with the real strawberries on the inside and I remember messing with his cane a lot. And he had like a sword or something. It wasn't even really a cane. It was like a sword inside of the cane. And you can pull it open. But it was like a black cane. And it had a um, gold trimming on it. And you can lock it and unlock it. And he used to show me. And now I understand why I have obsessions with swords. And um, I remember... Like, one of the first times I met him, I sat on his lap, and, um, and I was, you know how kids, like, hold your hand up to each other's hand and compare it? And his hand was all weird. <laughs> and I was like, what happened to your hand? He had a nub. And that's as much as I remember. And it was his ring finger. And I was like, why is your hand like that? And I can't remember right now why, what he told me why his knuckle or his hand was missing or his finger whatever I'm trying to say I can't remember why it was missing but that was like I always pointed that out every time and I'd ask him how he tied his shoes <laughs> when his hands were like that 
and we would like watch movies and um, cartoons and stuff. And he would always come over after they would drop me off, and he would always leave before they would come and pick me up. But I would spend a couple days with him there. And he also had his own room. I also remember my grandma is the one that taught me the hopscotch when I was saying on one of those episodes that I probably took down that um, I cursed them playing hopscotch. She taught me how to play hopscotch and gave me a bucket full of um, chalk in order to do it. And I went back to their house with a bucket full of chalk and was playing it with them and cursing them. My grandma taught me all this. My dad and my mom loved each other. I'm seeing it. They just had no idea that people were putting magic on him. He had enough to worry about with the mob. He was a hitman. Not gonna sit there and act like he wasn't. He killed a lot of people. He showed me he killed a lot of people with that fucking sword, too. <laughs> um, they never really talked about my mom. They kept it a secret. I honestly thought he was like my grandma's boyfriend. I didn't know who he really was. They didn't really tell me too much until recently. But he loved my mom. He's telling me that he actually loved all his wives. But they were never married. Um, he took a lot of people out. He killed a lot of people. He was very feared. They called him Wild Bill because of like some hat he wore and cowboy boots. And it's so funny because um, as a kid I had an obsession with cowboy boots and I think he actually bought me my first pair of cowboy boots. And I had like this little unique style that I would wear with. Um, and I think I asked him if he was a cowboy because he would wear the hat and he had the boots on so I asked him if he rode horses and he told me no <laughs> oh my god I'm glad they're kind of making me laugh because this is really fucking hard but I remember that <laughs> I was like well, why are you wearing cowboy boots <laughs> this is so funny um yeah the court system and, and the justice system and the police and everybody Nobody could find his body for a long time. He died in 99 when I was 7. And I told you the person I thought was my biological mom, Dio. She moved us out of New Orleans when this happened. And we moved to Texas. Um, that's when he died. And that's actually the age that I started to see spirits. Um, I was psychic before that, but I actually started to see spirits. And I would run to her room and be like, Mom, Mom, there's a spirit in my room. It's messing with my TV. It won't leave me alone. And he's telling me that it was him. And I was scared of it. And I told him to go away. 
And from that age until recently, I want to say until maybe the year 2020. So from seven years old to the year 2020, I didn't see spirits because I cut them off. I cut off that ability to see them because it scared me. But it was my dad trying to talk to me. So, um, then I started to get dreams, mob dreams. I mentioned this in several episodes before, but when I was a kid, that's all I dreamt. And I remember going to Dio and being like, I keep having mobster dreams where I'm running away and I'm shooting people and I'm hot wiring cars and I'm doing all this stuff, breaking into people's homes and like just all this dirt that my dad did. I see it all in my dreams. Um, People shooting at him, him shooting back at people, just everything. I seen it all in my dreams growing up. And this is from like seven years old until honestly, I recently stopped having those dreams recently. Um, I want to say maybe at like 1920, 1920 is when I stopped having those dreams, 1920 years old, when I actually started to look into my history of who I am. But before that, that, until from seven years old, so for like 13, 14 years, that's all I dreamt of were mobster dreams every fucking night. It got to the point where I was like, okay, this has to be the type of movies I'm watching because of course I love Scarface and Goodfellas and shit like that. But it was like, I didn't even watch it for months and I would still dream these dreams. I could watch Rugrats before I went to sleep and I would still have these dreams. I didn't understand, but it was him trying to tell me who he was without um, scaring me. Because I could see, like, the the shadows and stuff. I could see it was, like, literally a, a dark-figured person coming to me. You know what I'm saying? You know how you can... The sun is shining on you and you see your shadow behind you? Imagine that approaching you in real life when you're awake. That's how I would see them. And it used to scare the shit out of me. Now... I see a glimpse of it or twinkles or flecks of them or something out the corner of my eye, but I'm still getting back to that point where I feel comfortable with that shadow-looking person approaching me. It's still getting there for me because it was a lot. But that was him trying to reach out in dream time and tell me what was going on. I'm pausing here. Except my grandpa, meaning, like, the one that was a lawyer. Um, But they all were hitmen. They all did dirt. My brother, if I do have a twin, this is kind of showing me this, but it's too much for my brain to try to wrap around right now. But if I do have a twin, that's a guy. 
he could have joined this lifestyle, even if he's not a part of the mob. He just, um, he has this energy about him where he could have took people out, not got caught. It's not really the type of generational thing you want to pass along, but it's just, like, the energy. He has the energy of our dad. I'm saying my dad has been doing this since he was younger, so it doesn't really bother him. My mom was more caring and sweet. She worked for everything she had. She could have met the family or something and like wanted to follow um, behind my grandpa's footsteps and be a lawyer. Cause she seen that also brought a lot of money and she could probably keep my dad out of trouble. seeing she there's a house that nobody really knows about there's a house that nobody really knows about that he protected her in it's like um like i said y'all even see it on watching goodfellas that like a lot of these monsters have more than one wife more than one family so like i said not a lot of people knew about her it could have been because she was like kind of ducked off. He wanted to protect her, especially because during the time she was pregnant and had me and my possible brother, um, was during the time of this big war against all the family. So everybody was just taking each other out in order to become this big boss. Of course, this is years after Uncle Lucky and everybody passed. When Uncle Lucky was there, he, like, made everybody the boss. He made everybody equal. And, you know, things don't always follow a suit. My grandma knew about this house, though. She knew about, of course, she knew about every grandchild that her son had. She also really loved. And Uncle Lucky knew about it too. This could be in spirit. Uncle Lucky saying this energy was passed along. She okay. He's telling me Uncle Lucky is telling me that how I keep saying I got the money from him and my papa and them is because they're directly related a lot of people don't realize but a lot of these names of these families a lot of people are related the names could be different names but they're related it's all to protect it's all protection I don't know how to explain it they don't want me to say too much because there's a lot of mobsters that are still alive but just because one mobster has a different name and you think it's a different family, it's probably not. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, I could say this with the ones that's passed away. Um, Luciano, Lucisi, things like that. It's like, um, these people could be related. They make up their names. That makes sense. They make up their names. I know my um, my grandfather, he represented 
gigante and traficante. It's made up. It's made up name. If you try to track them back to Italy, you probably couldn't find anything. Because when they came to America, they picked whatever name they wanted. That's what I mean when I say um, it's an alias. <sighs> I hear my son's movie on out there. When it ends, it's probably going to be the end of this first part. I'm probably going to do some more when he takes a nap. But, um, I have to get this started so I can get back into my own energy. Because I was feeling the energy of the people that kidnapped me. Like, they're so scared that I am going to do this and I don't care. Okay. So, what I'm seeing is... When this happened to me being kidnapped, um, my grandma immediately knew something was off, like I said. Um, my birth mom, my biological mother, which I still don't know her name, she was sitting somewhere nice and pretty, eating. She was in school for law. She could have been a lot younger than my dad. I said my dad had me at like, what, 43? She could have been like 35. Yeah, she could have been 35. My grandma, Jeanette, she lost contact with me when I was about six or seven. My dad was murdered. Other people were going to prison or something like that. There was a lot going on. It's like people were ratting on each other around that time. People were going to prison. I see Kyle. He, like I said, he never had a job. He never worked anywhere. He only sold weed and shit like that my whole life. And then he also changed his name and got aligned with um, the Freemasons, the Illuminati people that are also like a part of these Supreme Courts and District Courts and shit like that. And she's showing me the reason he did this is because as much information that they had at this point in time, they could have took him down. Then he changed his name. I don't remember what age he changed his name, but I remember him changing his name to Freedom Allah Bay. And he made it seem like he became this Freemason and all this stuff. Um, and my mom lied to me, or not my mom, Dio lied to me and told me that he changed his name in order to avoid child support. But in reality, he changed his name because... I see people were starting to get caught up or it was like really hot around the time that my dad was murdered and and went missing. Like his body went missing. It was really hot around that time. And like a lot of fingers were being pointed and they were trying to figure it out. So I lost contact with my grandma Jeanette around six, seven years old when we moved to Houston. We only stayed in Houston for about a year. And then we moved to Seattle, Washington. And I'm seeing that 
during that time she was looking for me and Dio left and took us and she was in hiding and she didn't want to stay in New Orleans because New Orleans was hot Kyle could have just got out of prison or jail or something and I'm saying it's like he couldn't get a job or anything like that people were just starting to like eyeball him a little bit more and I see just when they thought they were going to catch him he changed his name and he got these um friends of high stature I remember saying a while ago that um Clarence Thomas like the high supreme court dude that like you know the people that passed this fucking abortion law shit these are the type of people he sits down with type of people he's associated with so he became friends with this and joined into this simply to protect him cause he had no protection if the Italian mob lawyers and shit started to come after them he had no money to pay for this type of thing. If he was to pay for this type of situation, he would lose everything. I don't know if he had something to do with his actual death or not, but I'm seeing that um things were not adding up about him being my father at this point in time. Something wasn't adding up. So they hid. She told me, Dial told me that they hid because he was stalking her like Kyle was stalking her but I see the whole time they were actually working on the same side they were pretending that they weren't lovers but they were this was all to get money this whole time I'm seeing she at when I was four years old she moved on and started to date who I call my dad now my sister's father that actually took part in helping raise me. Um, So I see at four years old, she started to talk to him and be around him. But at the same time, she still had a relationship with Kyle that he didn't know about, or she thought he didn't know about. But he's very intuitive himself. He is of God. He's very high vibrational. She had a lot of courthouse situations that she was going through. That's why she probably fell off the grid. We were homeless for a point in time in Texas, and this is why. Not because she didn't have the money. It's because it's like you got to prove where you work at, right? It's like you got to prove where you work at. You got to prove certain things. So for you to be moving and doing all this kind of shit, it don't add up in the courthouse. She could have kept shaking the courthouse, kept shaking things. I remember she would, like, get into marriages really fast or try to change my name or change her name or change addresses. She kept changing locations and shit to try to avoid this so they couldn't find her. But she could have been, like, subpoenaed or I don't know what the fuck it's called. Like, when they be like, oh, you need to come to court or something like that. She kept getting these type of things to come to court or to find out about this other child. It's like she had my social, she had this, she had that. But she kept trying to make me and my sister feel like we're in poverty. 
try to make it seem like she was working two, three jobs, but in reality, she wasn't. She was moving around a lot more than we thought. I'm seeing the jobs and stuff that we thought she had. She didn't even really have them. Because she was too scared that they would come to her job and give her the subpoena. All of this stuff, this money and stuff that she acquired was due to some house. Or them robbing this house. It being a part of this robbery and got sudden wealth. It was a lot of fucking money. It's like they hit the jackpot. Like, you hit the billionaire jackpot. I don't know how much money it is, but it's a great fortune. It's enough fortune that you can have this big-ass mansion in, like, your own statue. You know how you got the Greek statues and shit? Like, you can have a statue and, it's, bro, it's literally like you win the fucking Mega Millions or something. They had a lot of fucking money, but it's in my name. And they were not held in high honor. The courts and stuff started to find out that she was not who she said she was. I feel like after my mom passed um, and then my dad was murdered by the mobsters because of how powerful he was becoming, she could have tried to pretend she was his wife or something like that to get whatever money. The whole time I see something about my dad knew her or she was around or something or a lawyer or somebody's been watching her for a long time I say there's some type of lawyer or the courts could have finally found my location when I was about 14, 15, 16 years old and they were thinking about me And they could have sent me something in the mail because they realized I was not dead. But they also didn't know where the fuck I was. I think around that time, they found his body around that time. So this is like about 08 now. I think I was like 15 or something. This is when my best friend Quincy passed away. I hear his shows off, so I'm going to end it right here. Around the time my homeboy Quincy out here passed away, which is in like 08... I see that um, my dad's son that was way older than me, that was his junior because he has multiple families, right? He could have found out about me and tried to reach out to me because the lawyers and stuff knew about me. They could have had to go into like some type of witness protection program or something because um, it's like the mob got caught. Like the motherfuckers that murdered my dad they finally found his body and it's like okay we thought he was missing for this whole time now he's found and now it's like the family needs to be protected so there could have been something that came in the mail for me they could have also sent money and like yeah and like send an official letter about me having to go to like witness protection or something like that but she took that she didn't work as much as I thought she was. And like I said, I started working when I was 13 because I thought she was overworking herself. She didn't even fucking work, I see. That's crazy. She was just robbing this whole time. Robbing me, my dad, my mom. And she was not expecting for this to ever get revealed. 
I'm gonna pause this here. I think I'm gonna go put my son down for a nap after we eat lunch, and then I'll see if I can come back and finish this off. This is a lot. Just hearing this all and knowing this whole fucking life I've been living is a fucking lie. And I, it's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> I can't make this up. The man that I'm seeing in this fucking picture has a cane. He wore a cane. I mean, he like walked with a cane, but he didn't have a limp or he didn't need the fucking cane. It was a sword. It's like it was a fashion statement or like a weapon. But I remember the cane. It was fancy. And it had like a gold trim or some type of gold ring around it. And it was black or like a dark color. I remember him. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to pause it here and collect my life together. And go take care of my son. I'll be back. Peace.